Welcome back, Seekers of Strength, to another exhilarating episode of Gathering Strength, the podcast where we explore extraordinary tales of resilience and endurance. I'm your host, Ruby Rube, and today we have a remarkable story that's sure to leave you in awe. Imagine completing over 30 ultramarathons, each spanning a grueling 100 miles, pushing your body and spirit to the limits. I know, for many people, Competing or even having the bravery and the courage to toe the line at a 100-mile ultramarathon, that's not even in their realm of understanding. Now, my guest today, Lucien Bollet, he's not just an ordinary ultramarathoner, if that phrase can even exist. Ordinary? Ultramarathoner? She sounds like an oxymoron right there. Lucien Bollet, he's an absolute legend in the world of extreme endurance sports. But that's not all. He didn't stop at the 100-mile mark. He's taken on one of the most challenging tests of human stamina, the Moab 240 Ultramarathon. That's right. The staggering 240-mile trek through the breathtaking yet unforgiving landscapes of Utah with elevation gains that surpass 31,000 feet. How is this humanly possible? What drives someone to undertake such an epic journey? Now, if you want to try to visualize 31,000 feet, Mount St. Everest is 28,000 feet, and the height that commercial airliners fly, they have an altitude of, I believe, 32,000 feet. So within the 240 miles that a participant needs to traverse through the Moab 240, they are going to have the altitude gain of 31,000 feet. In today's episode, we're going to dive deep into his incredible journey, exploring the mental and physical challenges that he's conquered. We'll discover the secrets to his relentless determination and learn about the transformative power of enduring such incredible trials. If you're looking for inspiration and a testament to the extraordinary strength of the human spirit, well, this episode is a must-listen. So get ready to be motivated, captivated, and maybe even consider taking on your own challenges. Let's gather our strength and embark on this epic journey with Lucien Bollet. But before we do that, I need to kick off this podcast episode with a quote from the GOAT because this quote is applicable every single day. Warren Buffett, the greatest investor of all time, he said, the more you learn, the more you earn. And by golly, you're going to learn today, specifically by Lucien Bollet. I want you to have the buff body, the buff mind, the buff spirit, and the buff bank. Why? Because life is heavy, and we're not always going to have a spot. Luckily for you, I got you back. And now that we're all warmed up, loose, and limber, let's get into the heavy lift. Now, I'm going to be starting the podcast with a video that Lucien Bollet uploaded during his journey across the Moab 240. Now, the image or the video, the audio that you're going to be hearing, 
is Lucien. He's in the middle. He's about 120, 30 miles deep into the course, and it's nighttime. All you see is his face. It's pitch black. And throughout the audio, he's going to be talking about, he's like, man, where am I? I'm looking for a marker. And then if you go into the comments, people are commenting and they're saying like, man, this video is making me so nervous. So just imagine yourself in the middle of a vast unknown landscape in the middle of the dark. You have already traversed a hundred plus miles. He is by himself in the middle of nowhere where literally anything could be lurking out there in those deep dark shadows. But he's not panicking. He's embracing the situation and he pushes on. It is a beautiful moment. I'm glad that he took a moment to share the image or the, the video so that you can get a little feel of what he was feeling. And man, if if he could do it, we all could do it. And so without further ado, I'm going to start off the podcast with his audio from the video and then it kicks in to my interview. So I hope you like it. Lucien Bole. Two forty in the middle of nowhere. I'm trying to find out. I can't find no markings. Oh. Anyway, finally got a little reception. I'm trying to fucking this one. This is so sometimes it's frustrating. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's never easy. I've been looking for a path <laughs> for like like fucking 30 minutes. Every time I go certain area, GPS says the wrong direction. It's getting real frustrating. I said, but I got a little reception. Just keeping y'all updated. For a mile, I'm probably at mile 125, something like that. I'm not even sure no more. All right, it's coming alive. I'm gonna find a way out here. Time is ticking. That is what I'm what I'm trying to chisel away at. That's what I want to walk away with. What do you know that I don't know that leads you to signing up for this race? Yeah, um, the thing is, is, is the challenge. The challenge. You have to. You have to. Uh, you have to put yourself in positions where you can grow. Like, there's a possibility. There's a possibility I won't make it, you know. But you fight to the finish line. You do your best, you know. And the journey, the the you 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 chase me. I chase a feeling. Like God has blessed me with such a, a, a amazing feeling that I got from my first hundred miler. That's when it became spiritual. Mm. So I chase feelings. So it's like, it's like, it's like your firstborn. It's like a, your firstborn. You can have three kids, but nothing is like your firstborn, your first feeling. Mm-hmm. 
no matter what, no matter what they tell you, man, we, we love all our kids, but nothing is like that first feeling because it's all you, all you get that feeling once. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like I was like, you said, like a Phoenix riding, like I died, I was born again, like I, like a, like a new birth. So now I chase feelings. Mm. So now, um, when I'm in Moab, I'm challenging myself. The journey is beautiful. The mountains, the, the, uh, the, 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 the patience, the strategy, the camaraderie, and I, and I love to talk to people. And the thing is, I get so I'm, 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 I'm all about energy. So if you're in a Moab race, you, you, you in a different place of your, in your life. Yes. So now we, our energies connect from everybody from different places connect. So now, because I'm so in tune with people and I and I can read people and I, I'm a people person, I talk to a lot of people. So I see I I, I feel people's truth. People in the, the true state, they help me out. I help them out. You know, they thank me after the raise. I thank them. You know, we all one. You know, and um, I just I, I I get in touch with myself. I become a I become a better person through the struggle, overcoming the struggle. Like I love I love who I become in the struggle, but I fight to overcome the struggle. So it's like um, uh, it's like unlocking the best of you. It's like a video game levels. Wow. So you unlock the best of you through the suffering. The problem with a lot of people, this is what happens. They're in a race event, and at mile 70, they're going through so much. They feel like they're dying. They're destroyed. At that moment, is a special moment. Mm. You either go left or you could go right. You go left, you miss out on that moment. Mm. Because the dying, that's the, that's the time. That's the special moment. What you going to do? You're going to fight. Fight. It's, whatever pain you're feeling is temporary. Fight. Fight. Fight by mile eighty-five, you're gonna be like you couldn't believe you would that do that mile seventy. Mm. And that's when something special happens, and you won't know how special it is. But most people in this world will go left; mm. they won't go. So wow. they miss out on something, something special, unlocking the best of them. And I see it all the time, and I fight for people. Because I see the struggle, I feel the pain, and I feel, and I said, bro, fight, bro. Mm. You almost, bro, like, because I see something special. They fought so hard to get to that point. Yes. And I see something, like, I see something special about to happen, but then then you realize, bro, I couldn't do it no more. And you, you, hug, you, you understand it, but you, like, you just don't know what you missed out on. Do you know when you were, um, when you were talking, beautifully eloquently poetically right there what it made me what visuals that paralleled an ultra endurance i envisioned Mm. someone who was on the precipice of becoming sober someone who is maybe they they're seven days sober seven days without a drink and they're having that internal struggle and they're saying to myself you know what i need a drink life is too hard i'm stressed out in that that monkey on your back but then that's where, hey, you have the, the, the option, the free will to either go left and give in to that temptation and give in to that, um, that self-sabotaging habit. 
Or you can go right and be like that rising phoenix and rise above the ashes where the self-sabotaging habit would have taken you. The internal struggle to not give up and not give in it is applicable in every single realm of someone's life. But Amen. When, Amen. Yeah, when you are deep into that, that run, that 70 miles you were talking about where people are confronted with the notion of giving up, when that voice comes into your head and says, hey, what are you doing? You know, what did you get into? You are over your head. You are not capable. And, and you know what? Perhaps that, that, that storm of negative talk comes in because we are our own worst enemies and mm -hmm. we know all of the places where we messed up, all of the shortcuts that we took. Hey, you should have trained harder. You should have did this. You ate all that crap and blah, blah, blah. And if you, yeah. if you give into that and if you don't fight back, then that's when your whole life is going to be stacked and filled with DNFs. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and that's when a lot of times you, you don't believe you can. You know, it, it, your, your, your belief changes. It depends on who you are. You know, some people say, oh, no, nah, I tried. I, I can't do it again. And they, they go down, they spiral down a different, different, different lane. Yeah. You know, because they don't want, they don't want to take a chance of that, 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 uh, that disappointment again. You know, so it depends on the person. You know, do you really believe? Sometimes it doesn't happen the first time. Mm -hmm. But you believe yourself so much, you know, and everybody say, you crazy. Well, you know, you almost killed yourself last time. No, I, I, that was one time. <laughs> you know? But you have to, you, if you, you, you're, you're a person who believe, you believe you will achieve. You see it, believe it, you're going to work hard to achieve it. Yeah, but you have to see it. Henry Ford, the maker of the Ford uh, vehicles, he has a great yeah. quote, and he says, whether you believe you can or can't, you're right. Yes. 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 Now, <laughs> now um, on your Instagram, you shared a video, Pitch Black. The only thing that yeah. is illuminating your face is, um, I don't know, some, some type of flashlight. But yeah. it was a it was a a Facebook live check in, and you know what? You can't see anything. You are in your environment. You're in the middle of the Moab 240, and you're like, man, I can't see nothing. There's no markers. This is gonna be a long night. Can you tell <laughs> me how how did that play out for you? Because it meant it if it looks like you were in. A, a scary movie, like if some alien tractor beam started to yeah. beam you up, out, and away, it's like, all right, bye-bye, there he goes, never to be seen again. Were you by yourself in the middle of the night on that video? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was by myself at that moment. Oh, and my I, and goodness. I, and I know nobody else was coming because, uh, you know, it was like the people that was ahead of me, I, I had to get ready for the night because, I, you know, I went to Moab by myself, so wow. the night started. Old, so I, you know, I was solo, so I had to get ready. I was with a group, a couple of people, but you know, when I got to a certain point, I had to get my my my, my thermal gear on, you know, because the nights get freezing. Wow! So by the time I try to catch up to them, I my, my 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 watch died, so I had to charge up my watch. <laughs> oh my goodness! So you know, I, my, my watch was my 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 guide, my GPS. To, so I, I turned it back on. I think it was a little confused, and I think I was a little. 
and, 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 and the delusion, there's confusion. So mm. I was a little delusional, so I was confused. So, you know, that's like mile 120, I think, mile 120 something. Wow. So I was like, you know, I was like, and I, I couldn't, my GPS wasn't, you know, like I couldn't, it, it wasn't coming on right. Something was going on. So I just couldn't find no markings. No, it's so dark. I I, I found it, but, uh, I, you know, I'm never scared. Really. I'm never really like, uh, you know, I've been through all types of situations. So it's, it's not really, I'm not, you know, I'm just like maybe frustrated, but lucky, you know, when I, when I, when I went, I didn't get, I found reception at the time. Like as I'm looking, I said, oh, see, I got bars. So I said, you know, my people want to know. So, <laughs> so I came alive. Wow. Right. What an awesome you know, moment that, that you captured because yeah, some people in your comments, they were like, this video is making me so nervous. Yeah. And yeah. man, like I said, it is just you and pitch darkness in, in the middle of nowhere. Um, uh, I'm sure that, you know, you were, you were cold, tired you're you know a hundred plus miles deep into that that the adventure and so check this out um a emotional concept that a human has to embody in that situation is once again going back to the it's more than the miles because for you to be in that situation you need to be in control of your emotions because essentially you know you are you're not lonely. You are voluntarily in solitude. You're by yourself. You're not panicking. You're not scared. Sure, you might be, you know, a, a little bit anxious or worried, and that's gonna, you know, that that is just part of the game. But yeah. you have to have the ability to calm yourself down in a situation like that, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. You gotta stay cool. You gotta stay cool. You'll you'll find a way. You'll you'll find a way. It's just that you're having a moment. Yeah, and you know whether you're in the middle or the the deep throes of a Moab 240, or maybe you're in a environment where there's a whole bunch of dickheads or Karens or just rude people just you know acting up. If you, you know, give in to that and or stoop to their level or you know don't stand up for yourself or what is right or can't keep yourself cool, calm, and collected as you were in this video. Yeah. Then you're going to be introducing a lot of unnecessary suffering into your life because you don't have those skills. Amen. Amen. Like is like I tell like I tell people, ultra running is a metaphor of life. You know, so it's it's it's, it's about life. I was like I, I like like I tell people I've been going through things. Like it's just a metaphor. I just it's just reminding me of my life. So I you know I go through ups and downs. I go through the struggles. I I find a way. You know so. Is this is what and I'm I'm happy. The thing is, I'm very visual. So me, I'm from a place. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, where they don't believe anything. So if I told them I was running a hundred, you know, when I, as a kid, if I told them anything, like, you know, I just remember like having like stuff, like I, I you know, I I, I got that, or I talked to that girl. Oh no, you didn't show me her number. Oh, <laughs> then, nah, you ain't got her number. Or oh, oh, you got that shoe? I got that sneak inside. Nah, you ain't buy that sneaker. He bought it before you. Show me. Everybody, nobody believes anything. Mm. So I'm in. I'm. I'm. I need to show you what I go through. I need you to see because a lot of people can't do what I do. A lot of people don't want to do what I do. A lot of people can't believe what I do. Because I, if you, if I can't believe it, how can you believe it? <laughs> hey, 
I'm looking at it, and uh, it, it's hard to believe. It is, yeah, it's definitely unfathomable. How old are you, by the way? I'm 52, 52 years old. You know, hey, there's another, um, there is another aspect of you, the indomitable human, at 53 years old. My conventional wisdom, as I understood when I was growing up, once you become 30, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> right? That, that is what I was led to believe because I didn't have elders in my life to show me anything other than status quo behavior. Binge drinking, yeah. fighting, working a job that you hated, and then coming home and just yeah, soaking back some Modelo, soaking back some Old English, hitting a blunt, hitting a bong, and just getting high. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. But, you know, as I have went through the journey, I'm 40 years old, you know, so I have a robust catalog of what works and what doesn't work. Uh, one of the psychological phenomenon that I have learned to identify when people say, hey, you can't do this or you can't do that, what that is called is projection. Now, when the 30-year-olds, you know, when I was, you know, 20, 21 and started to get my life back on track, you know, the 30-year-olds, they would say, hey, wait until you're my age. You're going to be big and fat just like me. And they would pat on their bellies and they would be proud of their pot belly, right? And then, you yeah. know, I, I started to, you know, I was like, you know what, forget that. I see some older guys in the gym and if it's working for them. I'm going to keep going down this path. And then I got uh, engaged. And then uh, so I, I got engaged when I was 27 years old. And now mm. the the fat older guys who were married with kids, they were like, hey, now you're really not going to have time to go to the gym because you're you're married. What do you need? Yeah. To, what do you need to go to the gym for anymore? You have your wife. Yeah. And, and then, you know, once again, I was like, you know what? I, I want to, you know, stay doing the things that got me my wife. That I want to be, you know, physically attractive. I want to keep my myself in shape for my wife. Amen. And, and, Amen. and so as as you know, time goes on. You know, I'm 40 years old, and coincidentally, or not coincidentally, I have the out of shape 50 year old saying the same thing. Hey, wait until you're my age. You're not going to have the energy to run a marathon or do anything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, you know what? I got, you know, people like you, Lucien Bolle. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got people like you to role model my, my life towards, to aspire towards. You know, hey, maybe I, I don't need to go run the 240, but, you know, running 13 miles, that seems feasible. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's, that's long. You know, so what? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And how many people do you think that you have influenced positively by creating the content that you're creating? I mean, it's so many people because they, 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 you know, they, they see my struggle more. People don't realize God. I, they see me win, then they say this guy's this guy's just a freak of nature. Yeah. But then they see my struggle. They say, Oh my God, he's he's human. <laughs> they see my falls, my 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 get back, the comeback. I gotta show you everything. And you know, the thing is, and when you understand, this world is not about about me. God blesses me to bless others. I can talk to a hundred people, but He needs me to touch that one guy yep. that the church can't touch, that mm. his mother can't touch, his brother can't touch, mm. and that one, my son. You know, I got twenty-one year son. My son, my son listens to me. He's my he's my ace. Because he know dad is, he know his dad is the truth. 
He see how people love his dad. He see when I say something. He see my grind. He has got races. You know, he's my number one. His stocks always go up because, you know, he's always there for me. Beautiful. Because it's the time I put in. It's, it's, it's the truth. It's the people that come to him and say, man, your dad is no joke. He knows my his dad is a great guy, but when he hear when he when he hear confirmation from other people, like yeah, that is the truth. You know he 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 lead by example. He don't lead, he don't lead by words. He doesn't talk that talk. There you go. Truth. Yeah, you know, as a father, you know, we expect our children to you know try their best and. Um, to try new things, to get the grade and this and that. But us as, uh, you know, parents, there are a lot of people who live by a lopsided parenting philosophy. They want their children to do as they say, but not as they do because yeah. there's so many parents out there who are out of shape and they're not trying their best and they do the things that I have already explained, you know, come home stressed out after work, you know, have the drink, have the wine, have this and that. And meanwhile, they're, you know, 40, 50, 60, 100 pounds overweight. And it's like, how, how can you as a parent, as a caregiver, as a role model, because that's what parents are, we are role models, how can, yeah. you, how can you expect your children to do the right thing when you day after day don't exhibit the characteristics that you want your children to grow up to emulate. You know, your words aren't incongruent with your actions. It's, yeah. a, it's a lopsided parenting philosophy. We need to show our kids what determination, grit, and perseverance is. And you going out and, you know, not just doing these races, but the training aspect of it too. You set yourself up for success with a regiment, a routine, discipline, motivation, you, you're exercising your mind, your spirit, your body, and those things are all in tune where you can put together a huge push such as a Moab 240. Yes, 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 exactly, 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 yeah, well, thank you. Wonderfully said. Hey, thank you so much for uh, opening up and being a part of my my podcast is it, is called Gathering Strength. It's streaming everywhere. Um, hey, um, do you have any philosophical quotes or books or any little mantras that you would like to share with other people that that works for you? And hey, perhaps it can work for someone else. Any books or documentaries or people to follow? You know, yeah. <laughs> I really, um, I just live by uh, the notion, um, just, be, you got to believe in yourself. You know, the first thing, first, first hand, the truth is you have to believe because you're going to, you're going to share your dreams to people and they're going to knock it down because it ain't their fault because you dream big and mm. it's a lot of people are small minded and it's not their fault either. So when they when they, they like they said they put their fears on you. So be careful who you tell your big dreams to, because uh, your dreams is end up your dreams end up go nowhere. But what I would say, you ha you have to believe in yourself. Number one, that you can and you will and you know, and I put God first. Uh, you know, it sounds cliche, but God, God shows me all the time. You know, if you're not religious, you know believe you know and you believe what you believe but i believe in a higher power that's the only thing i can tell you right now 
believe. Yeah, wonderful, you know? wonderfully said. Uh, to jump in on the aspect that you said, uh, be careful who you share your dreams and your goal with. Goals with um, you being a God fearing man, um, I'm able to share this with you. But um, in the Bible, it says, uh, "Do not cast your your pearls before swine." And when I heard that, you know, um, I, I heard that at a younger age, so I didn't have the maturity or the wisdom to, uh, to understand it. It essentially went in one ear and out the other. But you know, as I've been able to gain some knowledge and wisdom, and I'm able to uh, hear a biblical verse and then instantly understand it because you know of of my intellect now. But yeah. you know, um, going back to not sharing your goals with doubters and unbelievers and people who are essentially going to be poo pooing on your party. Yeah, all the way back in the Bible, it says, "Don't cast your pearls before swine." And pearls that is a metaphor for your dreams. That's something mm. that you hold sacred. Like I'm not going to share with you about my, my running goals, my ambitions, or my, my, my aspirations to become healthier or mentally stronger or this and that, because mm -hmm. the pig that is going to be the Karen or the frenemy, the person who doesn't want you to do any better than them. They're going to th throw, throw shade on, on what you're mm -hmm. doing. They're going to be like, Hey, why do you want to go run 240 miles? Just chill. Who Do you think you're better than me? You want to go yeah. run 240 miles because you think you're better than me? You want to go run 100 miles because why? What are you trying to prove? You're trying to do this and that? It's like, man, I'm not going to cast my pearls before you swine because you're just not going to understand. So therefore, I'm not even going to waste my time and energy. I'm just going to do what I do. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you hit, yeah, you hit on the head. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, do you have um, do you have one more, or do you have you have two more minutes, or uh, do you have do you have a time frame, or are you going anywhere? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You can hey, talk. So, yeah. um, um, one thing that I have done that has bared good fruit for my overall energy, my my positivity, is I have called out and I have deleted a lot of people on social media who were posting negativity whether it was politics or just whatever what they were just posting nonsense malarkey mm. bullshit right so yeah. over the last couple of years you know um i have been in tune with myself and upon reflection and in, in, introspection i will ask myself you know all right you know i went onto my social media and do I feel better after going on my social media or do I feel drained? And I, I, I came to the realization is that the people who were posting malarkey and I was just letting them on my feed, I was like, man, they were affecting how my mind would be in tune after. I would have a more of a drain on my energy. So what I started to do was I started to delete and block and call through all of the people who were toxic who weren't doing anything and i started to add people like harold allen jr uh mm. the 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 chocolate champ <laughs> on 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 instagram and just so many other people who i found to be creative inspiring thought-provoking and what that has done for me is it reaffirms that you know doing hard things is the right step in the direction to where you should be going 
You should be trying to solve problems. You, you should be trying to figure yourself out. You should be trying to create things. You should be, be able to you know, try to create the best version of yourself. And mm. you know, when I see people like you doing something that I would love to be able to have the, the courage to do one of these days, it's like coalescing with, and talking to people like you it makes it fuels my fire. Like I, I, I want to go out and run twenty miles after this. I want to go, go, go do something hard. No, it's awesome, awesome, bro, so, awesome. Um, do you have anyone on social media that you would recommend is a good follow that um, you know, really speaks to you or resonates with you, or someone who's very positive? Who's very positive? Um, there's so many, so many. You know, when I say one specific, um. You know, I, you know, there's a guy called Blaine Reeves. He's 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 a a, a military guy. Good guy, good guy. He's Blaine Reeves. B L A I N R E E V E S. He's 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 a military guy. He's, he's a good man, you know. So, I, I, you know, I, I look up to him. He, you know, I see him. He's a, he's a beast. He's like fifty something years old. He's a beast, but a good guy. So two different. We, Two different characters, but you know when we see each other, it's, it's not but love. So wonderful. All right, hey, um, I will check him out, and I don't want to take up any more of your time. I'm grateful for the time that I got to speak with you. Um, I um, I saw that you got entered into a race, a, a Tampa Bay 100 mile. Good luck with right. that. So thank you, thank w you. When is that one coming up? That's next week. That's the um, November 4th. Next week. Oh. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, hopefully, um, you you share a link so that we can track you. Um, I'm gonna see. Don't, don't worry. That type of races I post. I post a lot. So you, you know, I I bring people. You you on my journey on that one because I don't lose reception. Everybody's on my journey on that one. They they love to. I love to bring everybody in at mile 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, and so they, we all we go all on a journey. And then I I hit you with the recap. How long does that take? Are, are you expected to finish that one? I, I, I'll probably finish about, I'm a, I've about 28 hours. I think 20, 26 to 28 hours. If it's longer, they give you 36 hours to finish. Wow. So it depends. It's a new race. It's a new event. But, you know, I love the people there. They, you know, I got a lot of love. I, I built a lot of, lot of, you know, a lot of friends and followers and, you know, people that, that appreciate the real. They appreciate the real. Yeah, definitely. You know what? We, we all can. Wow. All right. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, I'll, I'll let you go. Lu Lucien Bolle? Yeah, the... you, you call me Lucien. Lucien. Lucien, Lucien Boule. The, the, uh, follow him, uh, Chocolate Champ, Chocolate underscore Champ on Instagram. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for for the thank conversation, you. man. I, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm going to be following, following you. Um, I am uh, going to be signing up for a race and hopefully I can uh, talk with you again. You can give me some tips, some advice, some must do's and things like that to help me along this, my, my journey. All right. No problem. I got you, bro. All right. Hey, thank you so much. Take care. And I look forward to following your race. All right. Have a great day. You too. Thank That'll do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to Gathering Strength. Don't forget to give me a like, a subscribe, a follow. Gimme, gimme, gimme. And in return, I'm going to continue to give you awesome podcast content. Until next time, it's onward. Always onward. <laughs>